This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. Happy birthday to you. Hey, where's mom going? She hasn't even opened her presents. Well, son, she just turned 65, which means there's new offers for her at Specsavers. What? Yep, an eye exam now costs her nothing, and she can get 30% off lens upgrades with any pair of glasses. Wow. So, can we cut the cake now? You betcha. No-cost eye exams are for eligible seniors at all participating locations with costs covered by provincial health care. Conditions apply. See specsavers.ca. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, fight back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. As members of Mayor John Tory's executive committee debate the future of Scarborough Transit today, the source of funding remains in question. The uncertainty has caused concern that a planned one-stop Scarborough subway extension may be put in direct funding competition with Toronto's other priority transit projects, including a 17-stop light rapid transit in Scarborough promised by Mayor Tory, along with a relief line for the Young University subway. A city staff report released last week outlines a need to confirm previous commitments from both the federal and provincial governments. Money that's needed to fund the majority of the Scarborough subway extension now estimated to cost $3.35 billion. And yet... There are still those on Toronto City Council who still don't want a subway extension from Kennedy Station to the Scarborough Town Centre. Councillor Joe Mahevic is among the dissenters. He joins me now on the line. Councillor, welcome and thanks for joining us on Fight Back. Oh, always great to be on your show, Jane. Thank you. Recap for us why you don't like the transit plan as is for Scarborough. Well, really, it's all about uh, sticker shock. Um, That's basically what it is. And whether this represents strong value for money. I've been uh, working on public transit issues for, frankly, all my political career. And no one is trying to take anything away from Scarborough. It's just asking the question, is this the smartest investment for transit in Scarborough? I'm happy to spend all those dollars in Scarborough because God knows that Scarborough needs... LRT, they need more buses, they need more frequency of service. We need to do better with public transit in Scarborough. So when you say, okay, if you had $3.5 billion to spend, how would you spend it to improve public transit in Scarborough? And you wouldn't, at the end of the day, be building a one-stop subway. You would double the number of buses. You'd build the uh, Scar. You'd build the Eglinton LRT from the current end, where it's going to end after the uh, Eglinton Crosstown is finished at Kennedy, and stretch it even further eastward, all the way to the U of T campus, and then perhaps up into into Malvern. You could buy that, and then you could also do the Shepherd LRT from its current end, which is Don Mills. You could extend that all the way to the far end of Scarborough as well and for that $3.5 billion. So you just get a lot more value doing other things than a one-stop subway where you really won't be attracting new riders. There's better ways to attract new riders than that uh, one-stop subway. But why, Councillor Mahavik, do you feel that this is the only thing that's going to get built? Um, a Mayor Tory spokesperson said 
that the Scarborough subway extension is fully funded by three levels of government and will in no way impact our priorities or take away from Toronto's priority projects for the second phase of the federal public transit infrastructure fund. You're making it seem as though it's the one-stop extension or nothing. No, no, well, there will be. Eventually, Eglinton will be built, but are people willing to wait another additional uh, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years for that to be built uh, when you can have it now? Uh, it's really about using efficient, the best use of, effic- of, of scarce resources right now to build what is doable and what will mi- really make a marked difference in people's lives right away. Now, you That's say what now. What do you, what do you really mean by now? Well, a, a subway, that subway, uh, my bet, well, and if you use the the York University extension as an example, we started talking about that during Mel Asman's years. Mm-hmm. That was 2002, 2003, and now it's going to open in 2017, so that's 14 years. Right. So let's say the subway takes, I don't know, three quarters of that, so that's 12 years. So let's say 10 years, so that's 2027 by the time that thing gets built. If you did a busway instead of an LRT, that's $30 million a, $30 million a kilometer. You could cover Scarborough with that. Like, you, you could just get a lot more transit. And uh, you, you could, yeah, you could eventually, you could say, you could draw a list and say, yeah, that's going to come in phase two and three and four. But frankly, this generation will lose their opportunity to uh, really contribute to public transit. And it's saying we, we can do better now. And why not do the better things now than spend that uh, that um, that scarce resources and then delay everything for, for at least a decade? Our frustration as taxpayers, and certainly I'd like the taxpayers to weigh in on this discussion as well, Four one. 1-866-740-1866-744-740. Councillor Joe Mahevic, our frustration as, as taxpayers is that there's been so much talk and debate, and I know you've heard this and you've heard this frustration. We need to grab onto somebody's vision and move forward. No, a- a- absolutely we do. Um, uh, however, uh, at the same time, it is never too late to make the right decision. We've already spent $70 million on the aborted SRT Scarborough Rapid Transit to LRT project. It was all set to be tendered under under the previous mayor's uh, regime. So all that work uh, can be recovered and we can get back on track uh, relatively, uh, well, e- relatively easy relative to starting from scratch. So that money might not be lost. We will lose some money from the, scar- from the work that has been done on the Scarborough subway. That, that is absolutely true. It is more important to make the right decision than to make a decision, given the quantities of dollars that we're talking about. We're talking about multiple billions of dollars of money, and we want to be wise around its expenditure. So I would urge us to be wise rather than to be quick and just make a decision no matter what. It's, that's not good planning. But I don't think anybody in Toronto would accuse you of making a quick decision on this. Well, um, it is a well. It, it will be. It's coming to council. It is going to be a quick decision on several hundred million more dollars uh, when we it comes to council at the end of uh, at the end of March. Now you're saying it's all about sticker shock. So, in other words, you're saying if we had all the money in the world, then you would be in favor of this extension from Kennedy to Scarborough Town Centre. The provincial and federal governments in 2010 dollars committed to funding nearly $1.5 billion and $660 million, respectively. So it looks as though we've got this extension covered, right? 
Um, the feds have, um, I might be mistaken, but I don't think the feds have yet committed to the project. Uh, the previous government uh, committed some money, I think $600 million, but uh, not, the current, uh, not the current government. So that's still a little bit in, in, in play. There are some moving parts here. So we've got Premier Wynne on side, but not Prime Minister Trudeau, you're saying? Not, not yet, but I, I suspect that the, they will. But the, the, our plan to them, by the way, was a fully funded Scarborough subway. And actually, I voted for that piece when the cost was $2.4 billion, mm-hmm. uh, because we freed up a billion dollars by not having as many stations to allow for the Eglinton East LRT to go forward. That was a good compromise package, but not at the subway. And, and this, this is the problem. Subways are just so expensive because you've got to move all that earth around and build all, all those subterranean stations. Using that money more wisely by having less stations and doing the Eglinton East LRT made sense to many of us. And so that's why there was a very strong uh, vote on that. Now that Eglinton LRT is now being pushed forward to some future, uh, to some future date. And, and, and that's, the, frankly, a little bit of a tragedy. 416-360-0740-1866-740-4740. Last week you said on the radio uh, it could be the greatest tragedy of our time. I guess uh, you, you were exaggerating to make a point, I'm assuming. Well, I guess we're prone to hyperbole, yes. <laughs> politicians. But uh, you, when you're spending, when you're spending unnecessarily hundreds of thousands of dollars, that's a problem. When it starts to get into the hundreds of millions and indeed the billions of dollars, uh, sometimes we fight here. We fought here. We had an all-afternoon fight on the uh, whether to let go of ten staff from our shelter housing and support to support uh, shelter folks. That was for $1 million, and we needed to have that debate. Now, now we're going to be talking about a couple hundred million dollars at the end of the month. Uh, and so uh, on, on proportional terms, that to me is tragic. Councillor Joe Mahevic on the line here on Zoomer Radio's Fight Back. Uh, the phone lines are lighting up. Taxpayers want to have a say. Helen in Scarborough, go ahead. You're on Zoomer Radio's Fight Back. Oh, hi. Um, I, I just have a quick question. I live in the area of Warden and Lawrence, and this subway that is going from, I can see value for the people in Guildwood, I can see value for the people at Scarborough Town Center, but what exactly is the value to the residents and the uh, businesses that are between Kennedy and Scarborough Town Center for a subway that goes virtually for them nowhere? Right, because it's a it's a six kilometer stretch, is what you're saying. That's right. So, for you as a as a resident of the Warden and Lawrence neighborhood, what do you see as the solution for transit? What would help you as a transit rider? Okay, I guess I'm uh, I'm of the school that the scar the uh, the rapid transit thing went very well because all of this all of the roads Lawrence and Ellesmere connected right on to that, and you went to that from a bus. I went from the Lawrence East, so therefore I could either go north or south to go downtown or to go to Scarborough Town Center, and it was very convenient, and it was convenient for the people and the businesses that were in that area, so I don't see what was wrong with fixing it up. It's been allowed to crumble. It's a mess, and I think it's been so badly neglected that that's one of the reasons why it's easy to say, get rid of it. It's useless. Well, yeah, neglect will do that. So that's, that's my concern, is that we had something that wasn't all that bad. We're getting rid of it for $3.35 billion, 
and it gives us no benefit for that particular area? Councillor Mahevic? No, I think that, that that's a good point. When we did the transit planning for this in the 2007, 8, 9, it was discovered that the most effective use of scarce resources was a $1.8 billion replacement of the Scarborough Rapid Transit to an LRT, which would have been more efficient, would have brought things up to speed, would have allowed for more capacity, uh, and that was the, the solution at the time. And unfortunately, when, when the former mayor, Rob Ford, got elected and he had the mantra subway, 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 and because people think that subway shows a deeper love than, than uh, LRT, uh, people some people were attracted to that as, as, as a solution. Now we're saying, okay, well, this is what it really means. It means a heck of a lot of money is going to have to be poured out by us as property taxpayers, and it's actually not going to serve as many people here. We're not going to be attracting as many rides for $3.5 billion than we would have for the $1.8 billion. And then, of course, uh, the difference in the cost, you could be doing a lot of other things with that money as well to even attract more riders to public transit. So I think the, the, the good woman has a, a fair point. But it's my understanding as well, though, that the transit hub at Scarborough Town Centre is bec- going to become much more extensive. So would, would, would there not be more buses to serve the Warden and Lawrence neighbourhood once everything is in place? Yes, of course, of course. They will not go unserved, but right now they have a rapid transit connection via the SRT. Right. They would have had an LRT connection to their uh, local community. This is the community in between Kennedy Station and the Scarborough Town Center. Right. Those folks will not have a rapid transit connection the way they would have with Plan A, which is the LRT plan. All right, let's go to George in Scarborough. George, you're on Zoomer Radio's Fight Back. Go ahead. Well, I, I just heard the the woman caller and and the and the alderman discuss the uh, the SRT, which is it's a disgrace. It's the Tunerville trolley. But if you ride that thing regularly, and I have, um, you look out the windows and you say, "Wow, there's lots of really crappy um, warehousing and public service yards and and stuff like that here that could be easily developed to bring in higher density, which all kinds of benefits for Scarborough um, and, 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 and create little pods of, of, uh, of economic activity. So my question is, I'm not pushing, I'm not suggesting that's the answer, but my question is, to what extent has Council looked at the development, redevelopment possibilities of the various alternatives? And by the way, as an aside, the Toronto Star on Sunday said, that's, uh, forget about the development, all you'll do is make a bunch of, of, of uh, condo developers wealthy or wealthier well uh, that doesn't make any sense if 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 there's a need for for housing in toronto <laughs> who's going to do it but the developers who has the skill anyway mm-hmm. i'm done okay thanks george we appreciate your comments uh, we'll get councillor mahevic to weigh in on that yeah the, the, there's it, it raises an interesting point the the stations on the current srt between kennedy station and the scarborough town center uh, mostly uh, hit uh, industrial areas uh, employment zones. We do not, as a city, see ourselves changing the zoning of those lands. 
we need to preserve jobs in the city. People need to go to places where they, where they can work. We cannot be pushing out the employment out to 905 country and have a reverse kind of rush hour. So we're very uh, zealous in protecting those areas as employment lands. If you have good public transit service there, then we would expect those em- employment lands, frankly, to be of higher order. Uh, there are some empty ones there, and we, of course, we want them uh, filled and, vi- and very active. But we don't see them actually going over to uh, become um, zoned for, for high-rise uh, uh, condominiums. Councillor Mahevic, what is going to happen today uh, on executive, Mayor Tory's executive council, and then what is going to happen uh, at full council at the next meeting? Well, the executive committee, uh, my crystal ball says that they will pass the recommendations uh, in the report. Uh, wholeheartedly uh, at uh, executive committee, but then at the end of the month, which is where which will be council, is where the real debate will happen with all of council there. And so you'll have the downtown people and the uptown people and the Etobicoke folks and the North York folks, in all our wholesome glory, uh, debating this whether this is a good city building project. And I think that one will be a more animated conversation. And it will be very reflective of conversations that have happened at council in the past. How can we be sure or reassured as Toronto residents and Toronto transit riders that a decision will be made and we will start to see the future of Scarborough Transit? Well, a decision will be made. And even those of us who who supported the previous proposal with the Eglinton LRT and uh, the Scarborough subway, um, at some point we're going to say, you know what, so much money has been spent on the Scarborough subway if we go forward. It's not worth rehashing it once you've spent a uh, hundred or two hundred million dollars developing all the engineering plans and starting to buy the equipment and starting to identify where the land is and digging the hole. Then you say, okay, that's enough. We've got to go forward. And I think we'll be reaching that point in a year, year or so. So I think we are in a bit of a hazy period right now. We can still go to in a different direction if there is the political will. Uh, but that window, I think, is closing over the next year. Councillor Joe Mahavik, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much, Jane. On the line with us now is City Councillor Jim Karagiannis, who's in favour of the Scarborough subway extension, but with a condition. Councillor Karagiannis, welcome to Zoomer Radio's Fight Back. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate listening in. And if you notice when Councillor Mahavik mentioned, he says, we're going to do the uptown, the, the people from this and that, he forgot to mention Scarborough. Scarborough always gets treated as a second-class citizen. It's about time that we stop treating people of Scarborough, one-third of the landmass of Toronto, one-quarter of the population, as second-class citizens. How has that happened in your mind, uh, whether you are or aren't second-class citizens? How has, how has that played out? Why has that happened? Well, it plays out because everybody downtown sort of gangs up and, you know, the, just dumps on Scarborough, dumps in, you know, constantly. Uh, you look at North York, it has 15, 16 subway stops. You look at Etobicoke, it has a lot of subway stops. You look at uh, Scarborough, it has three. It has Victoria Park, which is shared with the city of Toronto. It has Warden, and then it has Eglinton and Kennedy. Right. And it's about time that we start building the subways. It's about time that we start moving the people quick. As soon as you talk about downtown, they say, we want a young relief line. We'll go from Pape to downtown. Well, Pape to downtown, that's, you know, that's, that's Toronto. You want a relief line there. Well, I mean, you want a relief line there, and you don't care about the people from Scarborough? What do you care about? This is not an issue where it's like one city, like downtown Toronto, and the rest of the hell, the rest of them. Unfortunately, that's how some of the councillors downtown are looking at Scarborough. 
Counselor, you also want a Shepherd Subway extension. Is well, definitely. Now, tell us, what do you see as the future of Toronto Transit? Paint a picture for us. Oh, wait, I think we've... Uh, uh, Councillor Karagiannis, are you... Uh, I'm sound- still with you. Okay, go ahead. Start again. I would, I'd like to see the subway come from Middleton and Kennedy all the way to uh, to Discover Town Centre, and I'd like to see the extension from Don Mills along Shepherd join that line. Okay. I mean, you know, you need to have more subway built. I mean, when you look at countries that are virtually bankrupt and they got more subways, I mean, more miles of subways than us, you sort of sit there and scratch your head. Athens of Greece, my time of birth, which the country is virtually bankrupt. It has more subway stops, more transit than we do here in Canada, where we're, we're you know, in a, in a very healthy situation financially. You sit there and you scratch your head. The unfortunate thing is that you've got talking heads downtown, people like uh, uh, Councillor Mahavik that talk, 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 talk. They talk you to death in order for you. So let's stop talking. Let's start accomplishing. Let's build the subways. Let's build the subway to Scarborough Town Center along Kennedy and Eglinton, from Kennedy and Eglinton. Let's build the Shepherd. And let's extend Shepherd on the other side over to Downsview. Then we can have a healthy uh, conversation. Then we can populate more uh, Shepherd. You keep going off uh, your phone there just a little bit. I mean, this is where you're going to have a healthy conversation. People north of the 401 have to be treated, and people in Scarborough have to be treated the same as the rest of the Torontonians. Okay, so just so I have it straight, Councillor Jim Karagiannis, in exchange for your support of this one-stop, six-kilometer extension to Scarborough Town Centre, you have Mayor Tory's word that he will prioritize an extension to the Shepherd subway system? Yes, I do. Okay. This conversation has happened, and, and you know what? The more that we push to pull subways, the better it's going to be. And, and what's, uh, the t- what's the timeline then? Well, I understand that the city, I mean, the, the province is going to be looking, Metroflinx is looking to make it a, 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 a conversation happening along Shepherd in, by the 2020, 2022. And the sooner that we involve Metrolinx in, in our conversation, the better it's going to be, because we need to have rapid transport. And rapid transport is not on our streets. We're already congested by cars. Rapid transport is getting the people moving underneath and faster through the city of Toronto on subways. Okay, we've got just a couple more minutes on this segment. We'll go to Ralph in Toronto. Ralph, what would you like to add to the conversation? Ralph, you're on Zoomer Radio's Fight Back. Go ahead. We need business-minded people making business decisions. I listened to a program on uh, 680, and it says, uh, that guy says that the worst decision-makers in business are lawyers. And John Tory is a lawyer. And Mavalovic is a businessman. Mavalovic, yeah. And, and he's a practical person. And this subway is costing a million, a two, uh, $1,250,000 per added customer. You'll never get your money back on that. It's not... Not practical. Well, Jim Karajanis, let's talk about that. Is, how many extra people are we going to be serving with this six-kilometer one-stop? We're going to be serving sixty to 100,000 people, but if we were to use the same logic back in 1945, 1950, when they started building the subway, people were saying that the young subway is going to be a bust. <laughs> so the young subway is extended. We build along uh, Bloor, and it's about time that we continue building. You cannot have a healthy and vibrant city unless you build. When you look at cities around the world, you look at New Delhi, you look at Beijing, you look at Athens, you look at Paris, you look at London, they have hundreds of kilometers of subways. 
the more faster we move our people, the better it's going to be in order for us to have a healthy, a healthy living and get families closer together. When you have people that will take an hour, an hour and a half to get home, uh, and they would like to pick up kids and they need to be with their families, I'd rather have that, those people an hour and a half closer to their families uh, and living together and working together versus spending their times on, on traffic. Okay, I asked, this, uh, I asked this same question of Councillor Mahevic, and I'll ask you, Councillor Karajanis, before we wrap our discussion. What will come out of today's Executive Committee meeting and well, out of next week's Council vote? Well, I, I can tell you one thing. Today's Executive Committee meeting will support the subway, and when it comes to the subway, certainly there's a lot more votes there to support the subway than uh, Councillor Mahevic would want you, want you think. Uh, the downtown councillors, especially the uh, NDP leaning councillors, are, are voting one way and they want you to think that particular way, while the rest of the people are open minded. And it's about time that we're open minded, it's about time that we start building subways and we get the people of Toronto moving. Let's get our heads out of the sand. Unfortunately, a councillor Mahevic has, has dug in his heels and he's put his head in the sand, he's trying to be an ostrich. It's about time that we start moving, it's about time we start moving forward and build the subways and get our people moving, especially the people in Scarborough, especially the one-third of the mass of the city of Toronto and one-quarter of the population in Toronto. Councillor Karagiannis, thank you for your viewpoint thank and you. uh, all the best with this. It's going to it's going to be a long sure. couple of weeks. <laughs> okay. Definitely. You take care. Bye-bye. You Thanks too. So Bye-bye. Happy birthday to you. Hey, Bye. where's mom going? She hasn't even opened her presents. Well, son, she just turned 65, which means there's new offers for her at Specsavers. What? Yep, an eye exam now costs her nothing, and she can get 30% off lens upgrades with any pair of glasses. Wow. So, can we cut the cake now? You betcha. No-cost eye exams are for eligible seniors at all participating locations with costs covered by provincial health care. Conditions apply. See specsavers.ca. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.